The Extraordinary Powers of the Human Mind Episode 5 Ellen, the Human Speaking Clock, shows us the power of the human mind. When Leslie Lemke was born prematurely, he had brain damage, cerebral palsy, and had to have his eyes surgically removed due to glaucoma. When he was put up for adoption aged six months, May, a nurse who was 52 with five children of her own, welcomed him into her family. When Leslie was 16, May was woken up in the middle of the night by the sound of a piano playing in her downstairs sitting room. Thinking she'd left the TV on, she went downstairs to turn it off. When she entered the room, she was astonished to find Leslie playing Tchaikovsky's Piano Concerto No. 1 flawlessly on their baby grand. He'd heard it earlier on TV that day. From that day on, despite him having no musical training, Leslie began to play all styles of music, from ragtime to classical. All it took for him to play a composition perfectly was to hear the music once. For many years afterwards, before his health declined, he gave regular concerts in the US, Japan and Scandinavia and also appeared on many US TV shows. Another astonishing person is Ellen, who's stunned the world with her ability as a human chronometer. When she was eight, Ellen became fascinated by the speaking clock, listening to every announcement right down to every last second. From then on, Ellen was able to tell the exact time precisely to each hour, minute and second of the day. Both Leslie and Ellen are savants. This is a human condition brought to the world's attention by the fictional character Raymond Babbitt, played by Dustin Hoffman in the 1988 film Rain Man. Savant syndrome is a rare but extraordinary condition in which people with serious mental disabilities, including autism, have an individual genius which stands in marked contrast to their disability. The real Rain Man was Kim Peek. What Kim could do was astounding. He'd read some 12,000 books and remembered everything about them. Kim Pewter, as he was affectionately known to many, used to read two pages at once, his left eye scanning the left page while his right eye read the right page. It took him about three seconds to get through two pages. Kim could recall facts and trivia from 15 subject areas, from history to geography to sports. Give him a date and Kim could tell you what day of the week it was. He also remembered all the music he'd ever heard. Some savants are also known as lightning calculators, these are people who can do mental arithmetic very fast in their heads without using a pencil, paper or calculator. Daniel Tammet, for instance, first became famous when he recited Pi from memory to 22,514 decimal places, a feat which took over five hours. 
Numbers, according to Daniel, are special to him. He actually sees figures and calculations, a rare ability called synesthesia. In his mind, each number from 1 to 10,000 has its own unique shape, colour, texture and feel. He's described 289 as being particularly ugly, 333 as especially attractive and pi as beautiful. So once again, the ability of the mind to tap into a field of information out there is dramatically demonstrated. But is there any way that ordinary mortals like you and me can access this information? The answer is a definite yes. One of the ways that ordinary folk become extraordinary is through the ancient skill of dowsing. When inventor Thomas Edison was once asked, what is electricity? He replied, I don't know, but it's there, so let's use it. Dowsing is the same. Something is there. When dowsers use the skill, it works. Dowsing is a human faculty, allowing access to information not normally available to our five senses. This ancient art had almost been forgotten, but has experienced a comeback, perhaps in response to today's reliance on technology which is separating us from the natural world. Historically, dowsing was known for its ability to locate water, gold, oil or other minerals. But it's also been used in matters of life and death. During the Second World War, Colonel Kenneth Merrilies worked as a bomb disposal expert using his dowsing skills to find unexploded ordnance with delayed action fuses which had penetrated deep into the ground. And during the Vietnam War, some US Marines used dowsing to locate underground mines and tunnels. And during the Cold War in the 1960s, American dowser Vern Cameron used a pendulum and shocked US Navy officials by successfully map dowsing, which is locating on a map, every submarine in the Navy's fleet. He then went on to locate every Russian submarine in the world. Afterwards, the CIA determined that Cameron was a risk to national security and he was forbidden to leave the United States. In computer terms, dowsing is a kind of spiritual search engine, scanning all that is known for answers to anything and everything. From, would applying for this job be a good career move for me? To, how many past lives have I lived? From, should I wear a waterproof coat today? To, is there life elsewhere in the universe? Dowsing for answers is limited only by our imagination. A recent study by scientists tested the depth of meditation reached by adepts like yogis, Sufis and monks. This was done by measuring their brave wave patterns. The scientists discovered that professional dowsers reached the same theta levels as Zen Buddhists who'd perfected their techniques over many years. In short, Dowsing harnesses the ability still there deep down in each one of us, our intuition. 
and through honing our intuition, we become increasingly psychic. Many of the topics I cover in these podcasts are explored in all my Psychic Mind series of books. Their titles are Unlock the Psychic Powers of Your Unconscious Mind, In Tune with the Infinite Mind, and Dows Your Way to Psychic Power. You can find Kindle, printed and audiobook versions of them all on Amazon. Just put Anthony Talmage in the book search field. Or they're available from all other good ebook stores. And check out the footer to this series for more details. Coming up in episode 6, Synchronicities. <laughs> 